What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Welcome to the Energy Paradigm with me, Dr. Vic Porak-Devarna. Let's take a deep dive to the energetic core of life, work, business, politics, and education. This show questions everything we've been taught and told. It is eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative, and earth-shattering. So get ready to ignite the spark. Feel the energy and work the magic. The Energy Paradigm with me, Dr. Vic, starts now. Dr. Vic, I'm excited about today. Hey, everybody, welcome. I am here with Dr. Vic. And as, a, as you heard in the intro, this is about the Energy Paradigm. But what is it about the work that Dr. Vic does? Let me just say a few things before we get going here. We've got a lot to talk about with everybody today, but I wanted to share a couple of things. You know, I've gone to work with Dr. Vic personally in looking at the evolution of the power of the energy paradigm and just being present as he is unleashing, really revealing what this is for our everyday life to help us understand who we are, how we are, what we are, and when we are. And when I think about that, especially in looking at the redesign of his new website, which has different energy, that will be finished for our next show, uh, along with something incredibly creative he's, crea he's, he's done with how to talk about the energy paradigm. You know, so this is something he does with people, organizations, uh, conferences. He is out there, whether it's your team or whether it's an individual group or whether it's you, this is something he's created for us to take a look at who we are, how we are in our everyday lives and in the world in a way that's that absolutely is very different than other ways that people have done these kinds of things in assessments. Today, he's bringing the conversation to us about people, people in the energy paradigm. How do we create the energy that runs our lives? Dr. Vic, this is a big one, right? Tell me oh. about the inspiration for talking about this today. Dr. Pott, it's everything, and I think it should not come as a surprise uh, that, you know, the saying any, any everything is energy and every and energy is everything. I think it, it becomes more and more clear now. Um, when I look at the times we are in with COVID and the big lockdowns, um, we are creating a new paradigm right now. And we're questioning the paradigm that we have subscribed with. And, and in that respect, you know, putting aside all the hardship and all the horrible things that have happened and the violence that is breaking out now, what this time does is it throws us back onto ourselves. And it asks us to question. When I say energy flows where attention goes, uh, many people have said that before. Um, but it's absolutely true because what I focus on, I create in my life. If I'm constantly stuck in, oh, this is difficult, this is hard, guess what you're creating? You're creating exactly that. Why? Because you're focusing on it. You see all the bad stuff. And when you see the beauty of things and the beauty of life, then that starts 
manifesting in front of your eyes. And that is something, and, and I think that's the energy part of it. We are creating it in our mind, in our body, in our field, what I call the field. It's, it's this magnetic resonance that every person has. You can call it aura or whatever you want. And we have a big impact on this. And whatever resonates here co-resonates with something that's out there. And that is how we bring stuff into our life or we, pre or we prevent it from coming into our life. So right now what's happening is, um, you know, I, I've worked with a lot of companies in the past, um, mid-sized to, to really large corporate. And I think there's one common denominator for all companies worldwide. They are constantly involved in change processes. Yeah. Uh, every new CEO who comes in needs to change everything. And, and I think that's a nature of, it's a human nature, right? Um, out with the old, in with the new. Um, and, and they want to imprint their own ideas and, and et cetera. And so they throw the whole organization into this big change. And what does big change do? It pushes us, it nudges us to question. It nudges us to look at how have we things done in the past? And does it work? Is it effective? Or shall, shall we carry it into the future? Or do we need to, you know, dump it out right. and invent something new? And, and that is exactly what's happening right now. We are, I've said that before in one of our shows before, we are witnessing the birth of a new era, if you want. And there are labor pains that come with this because change has never been easy. We are, we are creatures of habit. We like it comfy and the same routine every day. We drive the same uh, way to work every day. Um, we have our same routine when we get up, um, of, of getting cleaned up, um, the same breakfast routine. Why? Because it gives us a feeling of security because I master this part of my life. And now if you, if you pull this rug away underneath my feet, I tumble. And I think that is where society and humanity as a whole thing is right now. We are tumbling and we don't know our bearings and we don't even know what bedrock to stand on. What are the values that we can believe in? Because the old paradigm, the old, it is an agreement. It's not something that has been put on us and, and we have to swallow it. No, no, no. We agreed to that, to every little bit of that, right? And we agreed to it either unknowingly or full knowingly. Yeah. And, 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 and unknowingly accepting it. Like, it's like a frog in the pot. You turn slowly up the water and we do, you don't know what all the changes that are really happening, right? And so suddenly, bam, right now we are being, it's in our face. And we need to look at it. And yeah. this house. I think one of the things you talk about is COVID and now what's happening in our protests is making, in your words, making the invisible visible. Yeah. And that is such a powerful statement, making the invisible visible. Because, Dr. Vic, what that means is that there was a paradigm operating that wasn't visible to us. You know, there was something that was operating that was deep inside, you know, people. Yeah. And 
we had an incident like this happen, COVID, and you know, this is where we talk about how we get to define our life. What is setting the tone? Hey, uh, oh, there we hey Pat, do you, I hate to jump like, in. Hey, Pat, can you just repeat exactly what you said about two seconds ago? Your uh, inter, uh, the Zoom room closed for a second. So, okay, thanks. Well, sorry about that. Room. Okay, sorry. Uh, what I wanted to say about this is, Doctor Vic. You talk about making the invisible visible. Isn't that at the heart of this? Ruth, I mean, that is the heart of the par of the energy paradigm, because we create everything that we do, including our lives in energy. First, it is a thought, it is a hunch, it is a feeling. And from there, it ripples out into the big field and the big field responds. And that might sound very esoteric, but this is how it works. You never do something before you think about it or before the instinct clicks in or a hunch comes. It always is an energy at first, a feeling, a knowing, um, a sensing. And then over time, it clicks into something tangible so what we need to learn and we do this automatically whether we want or whether we don't want it always starts with the energy first so the sensing the feeling the knowing and from there the ripples go out and then something whether we do it or whether it happens to us then something manifests so because we do this automatically, we cannot stop it. it. It's automatic. So the question is, and that is, you know, can we make the invisible, the intangible, the stuff that is unseen, that operates below the surface of our lives, can we make this somehow manageable, tangible? Um, so it can be experienced, and maybe we need to become a little bit more sensitive to the energy, the energy that we are creating, but also the energy that we are feeling. And there are tons of people out there who are highly sensitive people. And they know what I'm talking about because their lives are often a total turmoil because they are so sensitive and, and they are confronted with people who do not know about this other world that's there. And then, unwillingly often bulldoze over those who are sensitive right so we need to become very aware of what we are creating and we need to become aware of how we are creating it and that is the core of the paradigm because what um i'm trying to do here and and it has been given to me it's not even um this is stuff that has been developed and has come to me over the past seven years is a methodology how to look at it and the methodology of how to build and feel the field that you're creating because you know that old saying you know how you shout it out it, it comes back to you and that is exactly what's happening so if you um hold somebody in in uh, visceral in contempt and and you or you hate somebody and I, right now i see that on social media self-proclaimed people who are conscious and and they call themselves enlightened and they then write uh, i would see this or that person dead 
Um, that is totally the wrong way how to go about this. Because that type of energy comes back and there is a wonderful quote of Paul Selig, who, I, uh, who I've met several times and who I, I really admire. And he says, you cannot be of the light and hold somebody in the dark at the same time, because you know what? You put yourself right there with them. Why? Very simple. If you go out and you condemn somebody, guess what they are doing? They are putting it right back on you. And yeah. that is, I think, the friction that I like to talk about that is happening in humanity right now. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna skip the break because one of the things that I'm really struck by, I got in preparing this and really looking at this deeply uh, for today's show, and also the work that we're gonna be doing together, which is yet to come about the energy paradigm. I I went back in time a little bit. Um, and here's where I went. I, I meditate. It's not the kind of meditate that probably most people do, but I do. I have these moments and I have a special thing I do. I play a special song, uh, uh, and I sit and it's a, a chant. It's in Sanskrit chant. That's my meditation. But in the meditation, I see things and I hear things. And what happened to me as I was looking at what we're talking about today and I'm working on the website and, and I'm just leaning into the mod, what you've created to describe the energy paradigm, which is brilliant. We're going to talk about it in upcoming shows. Here's what happened to me. I flashed back almost to the moment that I could remember ever having a passion, something invisible inside of me as a youngster, do you know what I'm talking about? That feeling Absolutely. that perhaps depending upon the family you grow up in, maybe you come from a family where you can express that. But a lot of us may or may not. But I remember the point where as I was a young adult, my first feeling of something and that feeling and the energy of it became a pattern in my life. Mm -hmm. I studied it for 10 years, procedural justice, fairness, integrity. I studied it. And what I was struck by today as we're watching things in the news, it's not the looting that I remember on the TV and the mega sensation. The images that I remember from this time in my life and as a child and in organizations, right? Organizations like the Bell System, that one day two people are sitting in the same office as Dr. Vic. They're geniuses. They work together. The next day they don't. And the one guy is taking the other guy's stuff and getting ready to throw it over a guardrail. See, this is the invisible energy that is underneath us the fear of losing a job the fear of not being able but let's talk about this because there's a reality that we can create and you talk about it and it's the energy of that so what do i choose to remember what brought me to tears here's what it is yes destruction is happening violence is happening I don't condone it. But what I remember 
is a protester putting her hand out to a policeman who you can't identify and his or her hand came through the shield and they touched. I remember the image of somebody out there and police and people kneeling. I think as recently as today, the mayor of LA. See, these are the things that I'm choosing to believe in and see. Why? Because they represent when I marched. They represent the things that I did. But sometimes, Dr. Vick, and this is my question, that is a long story to ask you this question. The energy paradigm helps us understand that we have control of our reality. Help us do that. Because right now, I don't believe we think we do. And yet, you have the key. I so much relate to the picture that you just painted. Um, something very similar just pops up in my mind where, where, while you were speaking. I think it was in Hungary where they had protesters who were going onto the streets because they, they did not want all their rights to be taken away. And there was a massive police force with batons and shields and, and total combat gear. And then one of those police officers took the shield and the baton and threw it on the floor and walked over to the protesters. And suddenly the whole police force, all of them, it was a big, big, it was a five, six foot tall pile, big pile of just shields and batons. And they walked all over and they chimed in. And I think that is what makes us human. And at the core of the energy paradigm is this one thing that unites us all. And this is, you can call it humanity. It's the resonance of the heart and of the soul that we all have. And I think what is becoming so clear right now is what are the values that we're actually subscribing to? And what do we really want? And I think you mentioned it in the very first show that we have together. In the end, we want to be free. Everybody wants to be free. And everybody wants to be dot, 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 fill in the blank. Leave me alone. Let me be. Allow me to express myself in whatever way I want to do this. And that is the control that we have. It starts with a decision. And the decision is, do I want to be human? And what does it take to be human? And then the path emerges of, well, if I'm human and I allow you to be human, we have common ground. And that common ground is not built by the brain alone. It is built by the heart. And His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, he, he said it very, very well. He said, we need an education of the heart. 
because that is something that comes way too short in our present society where we are trained um, to be brain heavy and to do what serves some special interest instead of what serves humanity. And I think that the, the, the core of the energy paradigm throws us back onto ourselves. What is my bedrock of values? Where are my morals? What is my ethics? And that has to do with something transcendent. You need to go inside. It's not something that happens outside, right? And so, so thank you for sharing your meditative practice. Um, I think it's indispensable, especially right now in these times where we have outside so much turmoil and so much information, we don't know which one to trust. It's all very confusing and it's, it's, it's coming in and it's almost like a black, dark mm. cloud. Yeah. How can you be a beacon of light in a black, black, dark cloud? You cannot go into that thing. So you need to go inside and light your own light. That is what you need to do. And that is where the paradigm starts. It is building your, what I call the field. And you can, if you have never experienced it, maybe you have seen people on the street or in the supermarket and, and there is something about them and you look at them and say, whoa, what is it? And it's not their appearance. It's not the car they drive. It's not uh, their dress. There's something else going on with these people. They shine. Yeah. Right. That is where it starts. And that is a decision. Do you want to shine? Because if you want that, a whole plethora of, of, of discipline and things that you have to do ensues. And once you walk down that alley, then comes the big quest in your life. And I call that the call. It is something that you are here to do. It gives meaning to your life. And there are so many people out there who are so caught up in this red race and, and in, in all the pressures that come on them from all sides that they don't even see that there is a call. Or if they see the call, all those questions come to mind. Yes, but, yes, but. And you mentioned it before. Um, families that allow their children to express themselves. Many families pressure their children. You need to become a, a surgeon or a physician, uh, a, a lawyer or, or a banker, right? Because those are materialistic um, endeavors that, that secure your life, quote unquote. And I'm talking about Oh, and there are even people out there who say, don't follow your passions because there's no money in it. How sad is that? Of course, you need to follow the passion because that is what makes you excited. And when you make, when you are excited, you start radiating, you start lighting up and then the ripple effect goes out. It's like a drop in the water and it goes out and it comes back, right? That is what the energy paradigm does. And it helps to figure out your life lessons, the scary stuff that you and everybody has them and we all have to face the things that scare us. It, I call it the dare. If you want to venture in, onto your quest, there's a dare. There's a 1000 
um, foot wall that is vertical or maybe even overhanging, you need to climb, climb up that thing and overcome your fears. But when you do that, once you start tackling that, the, the, oh, the path starts opening up and then a whole different life unfolds because you have mentioned it, things start happening. And it's, it's almost like by, by an invisible hand, gates open. And that is what I'm after. Yeah. It is a yeah. life that is less, it has less friction. Um, there's less hardship around this thing. It, it, it is coming into our own. I think it's coming home. That is actually what it feels like. Yeah. yeah. You know, Dr. Vic, one of the things that I'm really struck by, and it's so important, right? Uh, for us to reflect. And we're going to talk about this more when we come back from break. But I was asked the other day, what do I remember? People know me, they know my past, they know I was active in the women's movement, I marched, uh, you know, for civil rights, because my, there was my stepmom, my stepmom instilled this in us, she believed in the rights of people, she didn't care about color, religion, sexual orientation, none of that. She believed in rights. She was an activist. She was young. But they asked me the other day, have I seen anything quite like this? Have I seen it? And my answer was, yes, November 9th, 1989. And they looked at me and they said, what? What are you talking about? Nothing happened in 1989. I said, oh, yes, it did. 1989, look it up. November 9th, 1989. Look at the images. Look at the people in Germany. 30 years ago last year, in November, Google it. When did the, when did the wall come down in Germany? Now, for us, in the United States, and you're thinking, ah, Germany. But the energy of what happens to us as human beings, that energy of freedom, that energy of justice, that energy of community and camaraderie and standing together. See, that is a field in your definition of the energy paradigm. And without going into the history of that, how do I know about it? Because of Oliver, my buddy Oliver, right? Who actually built this system, right, in Germany. Um, so when you work with somebody that lives in Germany, you have a sense of, you have to get educated. But I remember that day. I remember that day. And, and we didn't have social media, Dr. Vic. We didn't have it. We only had pictures of journalists and maybe some television coverage. But that was a big day because it represented an energy that divided people that came from a regime in 1940 and beyond. A, a, a nature where it says, you are this, you are that, and you are not together. But when you talk about the energy field and we look at how energy is happening in the world and whether it's the Dalai Lama, 
we're looking at what's happening today in organizations. And when we come back, I would like you to address this because what I'm seeing from the people that I'm coaching is I'm hearing stories, Dr. Vic, of what's going on in organizations now between them and those people that were able to go into work versus those that are not and being looked at as not part of the team. So there's an energy that I would love for you to talk about to help us find this sense of humanity. It's such an opportunity and the energy paradigm does it. Let's take a short break, everybody. When we come back, we're taking your calls as well. 1-800-930-2819. When we come back, do we need a movement to shift the paradigm? We'll be right back with Dr. Vic, the energy paradigm and much more. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Your eternal purpose is calling out to you each and every day. Are you listening? Tune in to Dynamic Destiny Radio with Coach Pete Cafarcio every first and third Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be your authentic self and live the life that you were destined for. Learn practical tools to discover your purpose and conquer other fears that keep you stuck in a life of mediocrity. Learn more about Coach Pete by visiting PeteCoaching.com. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing, or just doing my job, when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you, great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Get your goddess groove on with me, Laura Hostler. Tune in every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com, where I offer you authentic channel messages of love, inspiration, and heart-healing grace. Get your goddess groove on. When the goddess speaks, everyone listens. For more information, visit laurahosford.com. That's laurahosford.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Look at this is the energy paradigm with Dr. Vic. 
and with me, I get to join him in many conversations. Of course, yeah, we come on air to do this show. It's about moving from friction to flow. And it's not just about what's going on in the world. It's what's going on right now in your life, in your family. You know, the friction perhaps that has developed from being close, closer than you ever have as a family unit. We know about this. But there's something here that Dr. Vic does talk about. If you want to find out more about Dr. Vic, please go to theenergyparadigm.com. Pretty soon, you're going to see a whole new look and feel. He's going to be talking with you about something incredible that he's developed, and we're going to be sharing with everyone. But the main idea of what Dr. Vic, you talk about is, and I've heard you talk about it, is a new paradigm for humanity. Isn't it, doesn't it seem odd to be talking about a new paradigm for humanity when all you need to do is drive down the streets of Kirkland, for example, here in Seattle, and see walls, windows boarded up. Now, for me, I lived in Plainfield, New Jersey where the riot started in Plainfield, New Jersey in the 60s. So I've seen this before, but there is a new paradigm for humanity. Tell us what you see. Yeah, absolutely. There, there is a new paradigm for humanity and we need it desperately because what has happened over the past 100 years uh, with industrialization is, is that we, I don't wanna say inhuman, but we have been steered in the wrong direction, in my personal opinion. And that direction is to value capital and money over people. And of course, many good things have happened because of that. Um, our standard of life has gone up. We can do incredible things. We can send people up into orbit and to the moon and to the Mars soon. And um, we all have cell phones and all these wonderful inventions, but where is the human element there? And what I'm talking about is to become clear, what do you really want? And to become clear what you really need and then define boundaries because of that, based on this, to create your identity and declare your sovereignty. I think that's what's needed going forward. Um, if we look at, for example, a place of work, we've talked about companies before. Look at the place of work. Are the values aligned between you and your place of work? Do they actually really value you or do they value something else? Bottom line, for example, I have experienced this firsthand. I used to work for a university. I was a researcher. Um, and in my naive um, um, power, I wanted to do interdisciplinary research because from my vantage point, everything out there in life is interdisciplinary. Now, all the things come together. You, in a coffee shop, you don't only need math to run it, right? You need to know a couple of other things in order to make it work. Uh, to fly a plane, you don't only need navigation. No, you need to understand the whole technology of it. It's all interdisciplinary. 
to understand people, it's it's not only um, okay to to know how to prepare food. You need to know psychology and and ethics and <laughs> and uh, and uh, sociology and and uh, a lot of other things in order to understand what makes a person. So. Um, what happened is that I was blocked left, right, and center because of money. And then I went on and I started to work for, for an international human capital uh, consulting group. And my goal was to help organizations do the best personal decisions that they can make. Place the people in the right position so they are lit up. Because if you have a lit up employee, you don't need to motivate the person and it doesn't cost you a thing it doesn't cost you a dime put allow them to bring their genius to work it's as simple as that right and don't block them all the time <laughs> so i went there i and again probably naive and i i wanted to really truly help clients and it turned out that this whole organization this consulting operation was a sales organization we had to sell, 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 sell. And the delivery, so, so the doing of the job, that was totally secondary. And I don't, and, and so when you look at it from that vantage point, you start seeing the true colors. And you start seeing the real brand and the real identity. And it doesn't only apply to organizations, it applies to teams, it applies to your personal life, it applies to government, it applies to education, to everything. Right now, our blinders are being taken off. And I think that's the most important thing that's happening right now is that we start to see clear. All the stuff that you meant, what you mentioned was hidden is coming to the surface and we can make a decision. We look at it and we can say, no, nah, chuck it out. And yes, this we keep. And I think that is where the humanity needs to come in because we are not robots. We are not machines. I want to be able to express myself. I want to be able to bring myself in in a workplace to make a difference. And I don't want to um, be compromised against myself and against my better inner knowing for the sake of earning money and to preserve the capital. And right now, when you, when you look at what has happened, um, so many people have been compromised. So many people yeah. have, have, are corrupt. So many people are selling out. Um, massive stock, pile, uh, stock has been sell-offs you know, before COVID. So people, some people have known about this, right? Um, look at Nike. Women have been harassed over years and nobody did anything. Why? Because you don't interrupt the money makers. Oh, those people are too important. Uh, they are too important for the organization. And so the, the women then started self-organizing and, 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 and gathering in, uh, intelligence and, and uh, presenting this then until they finally move to do something. So the question here is, do I have a spine or am I selling out? And I think the spine, that's the humanity. And well, let me think one thing, Dr. Vic, and, and I want to really talk about this for a minute, is 
you know, separating where we are and let's just talk about COVID-19 and the impact of that. I don't think that in my lifetime, I have seen something happen like COVID-19, which brought so many almost shocking things to either a halt or a major change. So for example, paradigms have changed overnight. And we've seen this. Um, and and I've tried to think if this actually happened during seven, eight, nine, and 10. I was trying to think. And while the same thing might have happened, but not quite, that was more like a slow, wow, we're boiling in the water. This is more like one day our lives was this, and the next day, this is our lives. But you know, I believe in humanity. I believe in our ability to adapt. I also believe in how we hold things in till we can't anymore. And, you know, I want to ask you about this because, you know, to have a movement to create a shift in paradigm is exactly what we're having. We're having a shift in paradigm, even if people don't want to call it that or don't know that. For example, the very essence of the bottom layer of Maslow is being affected to the core for over 40 million people. The very layer. Uh, people having a job one day, not the next day. And so when you look at the energy paradigm, the events that have happened so quickly really point to a different situation, I think, than we've, we've had in centuries, actually. I want to ask you your thought on that and whether or not we can see what the end game of this, this paradigm shift might be. Yeah. When you talk about the bottom, li uh, the, the bottom layer of the muzzle pyramid, um, you're talking about survival. And I think many people right now have been thrown into a survival mode. And actually, um, we have been living in survival mode for a long time already. Yeah. Every day we're inundated with catastrophes and bad things that are happening. And, and we're living in fear. Oh, this might happen. That might happen. Um, what if I lose my job? What if I lose my money? Um, what if here? What if that? And what this does is it creates in us a friction that we don't want to have. It compromises our way to think. Because when you are in survival, you just bulldoze everything that's in your way. And if you do that every single day, your body starts reacting to it. You get sick, you get diseased because you're not at ease, right? And you can, you can see that in our so-called quote-unquote modern societies where so many people are not at ease um, in the flight or fight mode all day long. Uh, I, I've seen this a couple of days ago. People are now allowed to drive again here um, and people are aggressive. People are honking at each other. Uh, more than before. They are driving faster. 
And it's, I think the, all the frustration comes out from, from having, you know, being confined at home and sitting at home for, for the better part of three months and, and, uh, and see your livelihood crumble away. And, you know, this is how you destroy a society. This is how you can actually make humanity crumble away. What we need is we need to put people at ease. And that is something, as I said before, that starts on the inside. Why am I angry? Why am I frustrated? What, mm. what does it do to me? Um, and with that, I mean, there are ways how to work with this, and I don't want to go too much into detail right now. But I, I think right now, the question is, have we all become sociopaths? So we, which means we were totally without any kindness and compassion, and we don't care, frankly. And that for that would for me be the antithesis to, to humanity. Yeah. Are we living in denial? And we just don't want to see either we don't see it or we don't want to see it because it is too threatening for us to deal with. Or can we actually start to care? And that is where the humanity starts. But don't you think that is really what's happening in front of us? Absolutely. Don't you think what we're seeing is, I mean, if we can put aside, you know, for a minute, if, if there is even the ability to look at what's happening objectively, you know, we're looking at two mega events right now in the United States. We're looking at the, a country that has been affected by COVID-19 in an unprecedented way, greater than any other country, right? Maybe Brazil is catching up. But when we look at the number of people here and the percentage of people that have died from COVID-19, by far, we're, we're like in the running, right? So we have that. And that came um, and hit everybody pretty much and if not everybody, most people. Then on the heels of that, you know, we watched a young man die in front of our eyes. Unprecedented to see that. But that's what happens now with the, with the type of media that's available. We all watched it. And by far that scene, that video uh, was the most gut-wrenching to watch and then it hit the core of pain for people and then we watched that pain that it hit the core of pain for a group of people turn into a movement and and if you think about the clock on this and how quickly What I'm struck by is, if I look at my personal life, I'm struck by the fact that I needed a two by four to change me many times in my life. Does the energy paradigm require that? Is that the kind of change that we can stop and look at and say, wow, something amazing can happen from this? Without the two by four. If you follow the paradigm, you don't need to be whacked over the head. 
the whacking over the head comes when we start dismissing the invitation, which comes over and over and over again. And the invitation, as I said before, comes with a very big dare factor for us. And it, it teases us to get out of our reserve, to take a step forward, to not stay the couch potato or safe at home, secluded with a, I don't know, bottle of beer or what, but to take a step forward and expose yourself. And I think that is what humanity is all about. It is exposing yourself. It's letting go of the protection mechanisms. It's letting go of the facade. It's letting go of, ooh, I don't want to be related with you. It's, it's getting rid of the things that divide us. And it starts with getting rid of labels. Because as soon as we label people, we create the friction. And that friction compromises the humanity. I think what we need mm -hmm. to understand is that everyone is struggling in some shape or form. And no matter how rich or how poor or how well-dressed or, or how, how clothed in rags, everyone wants to be. And to find their way and, and maybe looking for significance, meaning this lifetime mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. you know, to make it count and trying their best. I think people are genuinely trying their best. If you have a very heart to heart conversation with somebody, you will come to the conclusion that they don't want to hurt anybody else because they don't want to be hurt themselves. Right. And if you can get down to that level, that's where humanity starts. So cut people some slack. Um, let people be. I think that is really the big thing. Judge less and, 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 um, and give some more allowance. Yeah. And try to see yourself in the shoes of other people. There's no question about it. I mean, I think that there are so many things now that are driving so many emotions. And, you know, the, and, you know, to, to get back to the energy paradigm, you know, this is what happens. And one of the things you talk about, and we'll do more shows on this, but you talk about the fact that labels create friction. Yeah. They do. They do. Um, and, and what if, what if we remove the labels? What if we remove the labels and say people, not gay people, not black people, not brown people, you know, not yellow people. What if we people, what if we looked at people? And that to me is a different energy. And I think to me, it hits the core of the energy paradigm, right? And that is where we need to go because it's all one big field. You know, you have a bunch of little fields, but they combine it and right. a big field. And, right. you know, to bring it to a point, united we stand and divided we fall. And the time is now and the decision is yours. I think that is what I would like to drive home today. And when you look at all the rioting and looting, that's not the right way. 
because there's division and we do not need more division. The, uh, most of the countries are divided to the core and people are hating each other and berating each other and, and, and um, fighting against each other. And, and we don't need more separation. We don't need more fighting. We don't need more hating. We have done this for too long already. And I think that's where the new movement starts. We need to, we need a unified field theory for humanity. That's the, what, the, what the energy paradigm is. And when you come from that angle, then, then there is no division. There's no white, black, uh, brown, yellow, different religions and whatever. That's all utterly irrelevant. When yeah. we look at ourselves and each other as, as fields of vibration and resonance. Yeah. And, and that we, is actually what we're seeing. Yeah. You know, contrary to the beginning of things, let me just call it the beginning of things. First and foremost, I can't thank our first responders, our people that have been in the field. It's hard for me to even imagine their dedication, lost their lives to COVID-19. And I have to stop for a minute and just acknowledge that. Because we could get all caught up in a different energy and forget the champions. The other thing is, Dr. Vic, as you said before, a couple of days ago, when you looked at images, they had a certain look to them. Today, those images are exactly like you talked about. There are people out there doing something for something they believed. And I'm not talking about the people that are walking down the street and breaking out glass. I mean, I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about people that are talking about the help we need for COVID-19. You know, the people that are out there that are talking about a way of humanity that I know we're capable of. Yeah. Dr. Vic, thank you for today. Uh, one last thing. I'd love to ask your personal message, what you want to leave us with today. You know, last year I had the incredible honor of meeting His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. And he gave me a message and I would like to relate that message. I think it hits, it just hits home here. He told me happiness cannot be bought. It must come from inside. Without happiness, we cannot come from the heart. And if we, come, if we don't come from the heart, we have suspicion and mistrust, and that creates the friction in our lives and in our societies. We need to relate, we need to learn how to relate from the heart with kindness and compassion. Thank you for listening to the Energy Paradigm Show, where we unlock the magic of life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com and schedule time with Dr. Vic to learn how to run your life with energy and not let energy run your life. See you next time on The Energy Paradigm Show.